Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Joe McCall here, the the best the coach ever. The mug that was stole from me. No. <laughs> Gavin keeps thinking this is his. This cup says best coach ever, number one. No, but hey, we got a cool thing we're going to do today um, in this video. We're doing a series of videos this week. Don't know how many, but uh, we feel like it's really, really important we start talking about this recession that is coming that may be already here. Gavin, I spent $125 the other day to fill my tank, gas tank, right? Yeah. Now, I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. And gas is only like four fifty five, four sixty a gallon here. It's seven dollars a gallon in some parts of California. So yeah. recession almost double digits, which means what does that mean? Well, normal inflation three percent. That's where they want to try to keep it at four percent. Okay, we're at eight to nine, maybe ten percent, depending on how you're looking at the numbers. Which means from a year ago, everything is ten percent higher than it was a year ago. But that number keeps on going up. And so look at the stock market, it's way down. Cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin lost half of its value over the last few months or six months or something like that. Things are going down and interest rates are going up. Now, I'm not saying for housing, the market is crashing and it's the end of the world, but we're here, we wanna talk about how to best prepare for this economic crisis this, that, that we're facing right now. Okay, and so we've prepared a free roadmap that you guys can get your hands on right now at reiproof.com. It's completely free. It's a PDF that we created, a report. Pretty much shows you how to make over 100 grand a year consistently, 10 grand a month, wholesaling deals, vacant land or houses, just a few hours a week. And so we're going to be kind of covering in these videos here this week, the stuff from that PDF report that I think is going to be really helpful for you guys. Let me ask you, Gavin, are you worried? No, I'm not. I think it, it's going to be sad for a lot of people. I don't wish it on anyone. But as this happens, when, when it's going to happen, how long it's going to take, I just think you have to be in smart the way that you invest. You've got to be able to pivot. Having multiple exit strategies is going to be important. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you, you'll, you'll just be fine, right? You just move with, as it moves, you move with it. And and that's what we're going to be focused on doing. Yeah, yeah. So when we, the last video we did earlier today as we're recording this now, you might see it somewhere else, but like go to our YouTube channel, go to our podcast, Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast or our YouTube channel and watch that previous video we did because we talked more deeply about like what to kind of do in, in the real estate world. Like always make sure you have multiple exits, make sure you're investing for cash flow. make sure you have, if you can't wholesale it, then don't buy it. So like when the real estate, mindset of things like this is what you need to be focused on. On today's video, it's going to be a little bit more general in terms of like what the mindset that we need to have. Okay. For example, wealth does not disappear. It just transfers. So we got a mind map here. And again, this is part of this free PDF roadmap that we created called our, uh, it's a real estate investors guide to be recession proof. Doesn't matter what the economy is doing. I'm ready for it. Gavin's ready for it. Our students and clients are ready for it. I had a friend I was playing cards with the other day. He just finished rehabbing his house, put it on the market this weekend, which was just a couple of days ago, right? And already got had 20 something schedules, showings, 
sold it for 50 grand above asking price. This is in the St. Louis area. So there is still a strong demand for housing. When it comes to the rest of stuff, well, you know what? We're going to be prepared for it, but we're not going to worry. We're not going to worry about it. There's some really important things to understand too, because the housing market probably will soft. I don't think it's going to crash, but it can't keep on going this way forever. The good thing that we have going for us as real estate investors is the demand is still really strong, but we're going to start to see more motivated sellers. This is the big point we want you guys to understand, right? There's still strong demand for housing, but you're going to see more sellers getting motivated to want to sell their house quickly because they're going to start losing their jobs. They're going to start losing their house to foreclosure. One of our clients here in St. Louis is averaging over hundred grand a month in wholesaling right now. We were talking to him with him and his uh, significant other at a mastermind we just had here in St. Louis. Gavin, what was he saying about the 30, 60, 90 day lates? Yeah, I mean, he's still using them, Yeah, you know, and they're performing, right? Well, and the, the, list, the list has doubled. Yes. I, I was, oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah. You've just froze there for a minute. Um, sorry about that. No, you're good. Yeah. The list has doubled over that period of time. There's more people on that list as well. And the good thing is he just follows the map that we gave him, right? And that was what was refreshing for us to hear as well. He's like, I just do what you say and then execute. And that's what it's about. If we can have, you know, we had a coaching call this morning and it's all about hitting your numbers. If you hit your numbers, you will make money in this business. If you just follow what works and you stay active and relevant, and you listen and watch for what's happening. I mean, we sold three, closed three last week uh, in in Alabama. Uh, we have another one closing this week, so we're still very active. They were all at discounted prices. One, the biggest one was twenty seven thousand, and that's in Birmingham, Alabama. Closed, done last week. So they're there. You've just got to get amongst it to find it. And while the buyers are still buying and they're still paying, that's what you go off. And as they adapt and change, we adapt and change, and we go lower. Yep. We are closing on three vacant land deals right now, two of them in California, one in Oklahoma. We've got a few more deals we're working on in North Carolina. So the market is still, we're still selling stuff and we're selling stuff on our vacant land deals where our average profits are about eight grand. Now it's yep. not as big as a house deal, but like as it's about as virtual and automated as you can get. So we're still doing deals today. Our clients are still doing deals today. So we're going to share with you this mind map that we have here and uh, let me hide this banner. Again, you can get this mind map as part of the PDF if you go to reiproof.com. In fact, let me write it right here. reiproof.com. Did I say it's free? I think I did. You did. <laughs> All right. So what do we want to talk about on this podcast is kind of the big picture of things here. Now, with every crisis, should I zoom in a little bit, Gavin? I think we're all right. One more. Yeah, that's good though. All right. Let me do one more even still. With every crisis comes an equal amount of opportunity. That's an interesting thing to think about, isn't it? Because it all depends on how you react to it. This is the time not to bury your head in the sand, but this is the time to keep your eyes open and understand that this stuff that's going on, and there's going to be a lot of people losing their jobs. I mean, Tesla's already announced, and this is a strong economy. Everybody's got these help wanted signs up. Tesla's just announced they're laying off 10% of their workforce. We're going to start seeing more layoffs. We're going to start seeing when student loans are, fi- are going to start being required and be making payments on. You know, we're going to see um, more people with outgoing, um, uh, their expenses going up, cost of living going up, obviously because of inflation, because of the stuff. It's, it's a struggle right now with small businesses. I was just looking at uh, Carvana, Carvana, whatever. They're laying off a bunch of people. You'd think that, well, the, I thought the used cars mar- car market was white hot. Well, there's a big, big problem right now with the whole supply chain stuff. And so even these these 
companies that we thought were successful are starting to lay people off. But this too shall pass. It's just a matter of when. And there's two very important rules that we need to look at when we are in a, you know, an economic crisis or a recession. Number one, time is your friend. And number two, emotion is your enemy. So these are real important things you need to write down and pay attention to. Time is your friend. What does that mean? Well, time's everything when it comes to being prepared for a crisis, okay? No one knows how long this recession will last. Maybe it'll blow over in a couple months. Maybe it won't. Might just be a slight blip or maybe it's something more major. One thing we know, this is a fact, we just don't know how it'll all play out. So you need to detach yourselves from your own bias. You just don't know the future. You need to be prepared for both the best and the worst case scenarios. And as the saying goes, you need to hope for the best and prepare for the worst. And it's easy to get intimidated and overwhelmed with all of the hype that you hear going on in the news. But we need to detach our bias because everybody has an opinion. But we need to detach ourselves from our own opinions. We don't know the future, but we just need to be prepared for it. Okay? The more time you give yourself in your business, the more likely you're going to be prepared and that you can recover. So the more time you can give yourself in your business, the more time, the likely you're going to be to prepared, be prepared. More time gives you the ability to make better, more strategic decisions, more time to make better adjustments and move. And that's the great thing I love about real estate, Gavin, with our businesses now, because we network, because we work closely with people that are doing deals, we're doing deals, our clients are doing deals. We also belong to other co- uh, coaching programs ourselves, and we belong to masterminds ourselves. And we are constantly talking to people about what's going on in your market. So with real estate, because it moves slow, we have time to adjust. That's why I'm not freaking out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we we spoke this morning about, you know, six or 12 months to to get the sellers on board, right? Where they're not going to see that. They're going to be holding out for them prices. But as the market starts to go and and everything goes up and people can't afford the the payments anymore, then that's how that's obviously going to take time for the sellers to get in. And that's where potential creative finance deals are going to come in, where you can give them more money over a period of time, things like that. So yeah, you're exactly right. Very good. So time is your friend and emotion is your enemy. Fear is going to cripple your business. Fear always drives short-term decisions. Short-term decisions driven by fear cause long-term problems. And during times of fear and panic, people become irrational. People follow their emotions rather than logic. So we just need to be not emotional, not freaking out, but understanding that emotion is enemy. We're not going to be led by our decisions. Our decisions are not going to be led by our emotions. Right okay? now, what does that mean? It's time to look for opportunities. So kind of, this is interesting what happens. It's kind of a law of nature, kind of like a wildfire. A crisis burns down the weak and allows new life to grow. All that new space that's going to be kind of wiped out in any kind of recession creates an opportunity for new businesses and new ideas to flourish. Isn't that cool? I love that analogy. Yeah, Things get burnt down to the ground. That's not the end of the world. That's actually maybe kind of a good thing. I mean, not in terms of like people losing their businesses and their livelihood and things like that, but like the market has to go through cycles. It can't be roaring strong forever. So there's tons of big businesses that have started in big recessions. And these are all companies that started after the crash or during the crash of 2008 for those few years. Airbnb, Uber, WhatsApp, Pinterest, Slack, uh, and Stripe. I think you've all heard of them. I use a lot of those tools all the time. Yeah. So there is a, there's going to be a lot of opportunity. And your mind will find whatever you focus on. It's important to understand. Let me see if I can open this here. If you focus on fear, you're going to find it. If you focus on opportunity, you're going to find that as well. So let's make sure we're focusing on the right things. 
Now, we can use this time with this recession that's coming on us to find empathy for our customers, our sellers, our buyers, our investors, our clients. We're not trying to take advantage of them, right? We need to look at, in our real estate investing businesses, how can we serve our customers and our clients better? We don't want to pretend to ignore the problem with our customers' hopes it goes away. We need to look at what can we do to make our clients, our private investors, our buyers, our sellers, what can we do to make their lives a little easier? And when we go out and we're trying to help our clients and customers, we will make more money. So with every crisis comes an equal amount of opportunity. So there's a few principles here that we want to talk about when it comes to being in a recession. Number one, invest, don't save. It's important to have a long-term investor's mindset in this thing. And you know what Warren Buffett says, be fearful when others are greedy, be greedy when others are fearful. So never, ever, ever stop your marketing. We are not in the real estate investing business. We are in the marketing business, especially when it comes to recession. This is the last time you want to take your pedal off of your marketing. You always need to be marketing. Your competitors have stopped or they're going to stop, but you are not so critical and important. And when you study great depressions and recessions of the past, this is something that really kind of struck me. And I'm not sure this is going to be able to open up. No. So let me do a new screen share here because I want to I want to be able to share this with you guys. Share screen window. I was at the Rockefeller Center. You see that okay, Gavin? There? Yeah. And uh, the Rockefeller Center in New York, right across the sidewalk or the area where that famous ice skating rink is. And there's a little museum there for Rockefeller. And uh, this was, there's there were some pictures there. And this picture of this guy selling his car $100 will buy this car, must have cash, lost all on the stock market. Really kind of had a big emotional impact on me because I was that guy back in 2009, 10, and 11, 9 and 10 kind of where um, before that. But like I lost my house to foreclosure and short sale. I would have sold my car for 100 bucks if I could have, right? Because like, so something really struck me when I saw this picture of this guy. But then I read the text below this image. And this is what got me excited again. I'm going to try to zoom in a little bit. In the aftermath of the stock market crash of 1921-1929, a man tries to sell his car after losing everything. The crash marked the beginning of a long economic downturn known as the Great Depression. So on Black Tuesday, October 29, 1921, the stock market crashed. Boom turned dramatically to bust, triggering the Great Depression, the worst economic collapse in the history of the modern industrial world. Now, we're not saying that's going to happen again. I really, really doubt it. But listen to this, though. New York was hit especially hard with three quarters of a million people out of work. I don't know what percentage of the population that was at the time in New York, but three quarters of a million was a lot. Temporary shanty towns, or Hoovervilles as they were called, sprang up in Central Park and along the East River. Rockefeller, however, this is what got me excited, created over 75,000 jobs, helped keep many people afloat during these dark days. So are we going to be a producer or a consumer? Everybody gets to decide whether we're going to be a producer or a consumer. And for this guy right here, I'm going to be a producer. I'm looking at this market economy crash, whatever recession that's coming up. I'm not going to fall victim. I'm going to be part of the solution. I'm going to be part of the solution, the guy that helps people, that creates jobs. That's what I want to do. Now, if you study for yourself, and by the way, if you get this ARIA, if you get this PDF report that we have, you're going to get this mind map as well. And I did some studies on the Great Depression, and there's some links in here that you really should read to understand kind of what happened 
but you can also search and find things. What are the companies that did well during the recession? And I have another link here that you can go read later on industries that did well and thrive during recessions. And then finally, this here was a great article I found on uh, five Great Depression success stories. And they looked at all of the companies during the Great Depression in the 20s and 30s. And what did they have in common? The companies that survived and thrived, what did they have in common? Number one, they had cash before the crash. They had little to no debt. So I'm not saying debt's bad, but I'm just saying be careful. You do not want to be over leveraged in a down economy. You want to have access to cash. I mean, you want to be very careful, especially with your rental properties, your Airbnbs, your rehabs. You want to make sure you're not taking on a ton of debt for these deals. You want to have cash to buy assets. Why? Because you can get them at huge discounts. You're going to find a lot more opportunities in real estate. And this is why I'm excited. You're going to start finding, it's going to be a lot easier to find deals at huge discounts in the months and years ahead. Yeah. You can spend and sell assets for more cash in the assets that you currently have. These companies that succeeded during the Great Depression, they lowered their prices and they, excuse me, they increased their marketing. They diversified, they got creative with marketing and incentives, and they never forgot the small guy. Okay. So these are some important principles that I think are important to understand in this economy going forward. Okay. Now, another principle after we talk about investing, don't save, don't hoard, but invest. We need to think bigger. We need to think in terms of growing, not shrinking. All right. Be careful with social media and the news. Everybody, I can't say what I want to say, but like, Everybody's got something, right? And what do they all have in common? Everybody has one and it all stinks. I mean, that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay, you know what I'm trying to say is Gavin gets it. Yeah. You, everybody's got an opinion, but you, yeah. you, you got to be careful. And uh, you are what you consume. What you focus on will grow. I mean, Gavin, what are some things that investors should be focusing on in this kind of a recession right now? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, for us, we, we always focus on what the buyers, where they're buying and what do they want. And then focuses in the wholesale aspect um, to deliver that and and find deals because they're the ones that are buying, they're the ones that are doubling down. So we use that. We then double down our marketing them areas with then creative finance options as backup um, because you know we, we're trying to create bring solutions to the table, right? So if a cash deal is not going to solve their problem, then what is? What option do I have that is going to solve? Uh, the problem. So, you know, having backup options and offers is going to be the key as well. So focus on what your buyers want. Follow the demand. We're going to talk a lot about this in these video series, right? So your your income will only grow to the extent that you grow. And how can you grow during times of uncertainty? Invest in your education. Keep on reading books. Get your online courses. Start going through the online courses that you already bought. Listen to podcasts. Listen to videos from people that have a positive outlook, Okay. Not from the whiners and the complainers and the people that are just panicking. Turn the news off, for God's sake. Like, just turn Fox News, CNN. I don't care what it is, what side of the political aisle you're on. If you're liberal or or, or conservative or uh, an independent um, libertarian, whatever, turn the news off. It's it's a cancer in our society. It so frustrates me, okay? Invest in your brain. The best real estate you can ever invest in is the four inches in between your ears. That's how you're going to grow in this recession. What were you going to say, Gavin? No, you're exactly right. I mean, it's funny because people will say, oh, have you seen this and that on the news? I'm like, I don't watch the news. No. 
you know, well, we're in a storm earlier and I was like, hopefully it's not a bad storm because I'm, yeah. I'm not paying attention to, to what's happening. It's just because of the negativity, right? We have enough going on as it is without adding to it because exactly. unfortunately, bad news is what sells, right? And excites. You don't see any happy stories on the news, do you? Yeah. They don't exist. You know, they say if it bleeds, it leads, which that's what the news wants. That's all they want to talk about. Yeah. They want to talk about the bad stuff. They want to talk about the negativity. So yeah. stop binge watching Netflix or Disney Plus or Paramount or Peacock or whatever they are now, right? <laughs> Hulu, um, Amazon Prime videos. Don't binge watch that stuff. Take a walk. Get some fresh yeah. air. Start thinking. Think for yourself. Yeah. Okay. So we're all talking about here growing, don't shrinking. Invest, don't save. Grow, don't shrink. Hoard positivity. Remember when we were hoarding toilet paper a couple years ago when the uh, pandemic kind of first hit with COVID and all that? It's all about perspective, guys. Our grandparents were called to go to war and pick up guns to defend our liberty liberties. We were fighting over toilet paper. We were worried about washing our hands. We we're worried about masks. All this stuff is temporary. This recession is temporary. We're, you know, our grandparents were like, they had liberty gardens or freedom gardens. Well, I don't remember, your parents probably have some, and grandparents probably have some pretty crazy stories during World War II, right? Of like growing, like being bombed. Obviously, we weren't, that wasn't happening to us in the US, yeah, yeah. but you, your parents in, in England, grandparents, I mean, like, so this is temporary. We need to be grateful, focus on the positive side of things. You can't win the outer game if you're losing the inner game. All right. You need to eat good food, stop eating junk food, exercise. The other day, I saw a guy, <laughs> he was getting a bunch of uh, food in his golf shopping cart or whatever, and he had a whole cart full of Red Bulls. What on earth is that going to do for you that's of any good? Mm -hmm. um, obesity, bad health will kill us way more than any kind of flu, coronavirus, or any kind of uh, whatever's going out there. Double down in your health and your diet, boost your immune system, get some sleep, stop reading news before you go into bed, drink more water. All right, so think about your health. You've got to win that outer game. And then the other thing, real quick, is gratitude. Stop complaining. Be thankful. You know, if, if things are hitting hard, gas, inflation, if eggs cost more than they used to, how ask yourself things like, how can I grow from this instead of why is this happening to us? Why is this happening? What can I learn from this? Where are the new opportunities? And this is what yeah. we're going to be talking a lot about in this in this PDF book uh, that you can get for free at reiproof.com because wealth doesn't disappear. It only transfers, right? Oh, what does that. that mean? Well, maybe there was a, you know, in this part of town, there were a lot of deals that were wholesaling or um, that were selling, you know, but as the market shifts, that money just doesn't disappear. That money moves to something else. Maybe it's to more affordable housing in the lower priced, more middle income, median priced areas. Okay. Maybe, you know, areas of Las Vegas. I mean, I just saw this the other day too, Gavin. One of the biggest reasons why hedge funds were so heavy into buying properties and still are is because rents have been going up. Well, guess what? In the last month, we're starting to see rents stop growing in some of the biggest hedge fund markets, Las Vegas, Jacksonville, Atlanta, and um, one or two other markets that I read, okay? So yeah. rents are still growing, but we're starting to see for the first time in a long time, rent growth stalling in some of these markets. So, all right, that doesn't mean like maybe... You know, I'm not saying Las Vegas is a bad market, but like maybe there's some other markets that we need to look at. Maybe there's some new opportunities. So always keep your eye open. And how do you find those new opportunities? By listening to videos like this, you know, by by um, hanging out with, with with other people doing deals and masterminds and networking and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Talk a little bit about this being a producer, not a consumer. 
your circle of friends, your circle of influence need to be needs to be positive and encouraging. Got to be careful with social media. If you have kids, teach them this for heaven's sake, right? You are required to step up and lead. People need leaders now more than ever. It's time to show up and serve. You have a responsibility to your business, your teams, your customers. Now is the time to create a safe place to communicate with your audience. If you have them, your customers show up, support, let them know you're here and help them in any way that you can. So we need to be producers, not consumers. We need to be part of the solution, not part of the problem, which means we need to learn to identify problems and solve them. Boy, there's so much here. I got such good stuff. Maybe we need to break this up into a second video or should we keep on going, Gavin? I mean, we can do a part two. I guess. Let's do a part two. Okay. Yeah, we're at 26. Right. We're going to be talking about how to identify problems and solve them, how to prepare and not panic, and what to do if you're personally on the ropes right now. Because some of yeah. you guys are. Some of you are on the ropes. You don't know where you're going to get your next dollar to buy food, to get gas, or whatnot. Maybe yeah. you've gotten a pink slip in the last. Like, you know, this is something I thought a lot about, Gavin. When I had my job, everybody said, man, don't quit your job because that's too risky. I looked at it like, you know what? If I keep my job, that's too risky. Yeah, it's costing you too much. I mean, we just had a conversation with someone in our mastermind group in uh, St. Louis, and he's doing like a ton of money in houses, and he's still doing truck driving Yeah, for like 60 grand a year. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, well, what if and if and but. I was like, no. Like all the time that you could be putting into this, like now's the time. Like you've even proven it because you're doing it outside of your job. You know, all that's doing is holding you back. Like sixty thousand is not enough money to be working sixty hours a week. It's just holding you back. You know, you're looking at six deals or less to make that in a year. And if you put the same effort as sixty hours in, how can you not make more? There's just no way if you hit the numbers. There's just no way. When people are doing a hundred grand a month or having a hundred thousand dollar plus months. And you say, can I make 60 grand a year doing this? Thousand percent. It's not even like, it's not even a risk, but you have to believe in it yourself, right? You can't listen to me because you've got to put the effort in and do it. But if you hit your numbers, you'll make, you'll, you'll 10x it. Yeah. You know, I want to change this uh, slide. Your roadmap to 100K. Let's see if this works. Boom. There you go. Is that better, Gavin? Yeah. There we go. Your free recession proof roadmap to 100K. Get it for free at reiproof.com, reiproof.com. Let me show you. I actually printed it out. Here it is. And uh, we talk a lot about in this PDF the the things that uh, we've just been talking about, obviously, right? But we talk about when the real estate market, especially the things that you need to be focusing on, where the opportunity is, where it's going to be. And then we talk about how to do more deals. Where is the cheese moving to? The three important things you need to be focusing on right now, making multiple offers. Make sure you know where your buyers are, what they want, and follow up. We talk about how to make multiple offers, how to find the buyers. Yeah, this is going to be such killer stuff. And this PDF gives a bunch of images and, and graphs and examples and spreadsheets. You can get it all, plus that mind map we just showed you for free at reiproof.com. So go to reiproof.com to get it. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about, on the next video, we're going to be talking about how to identify the problems and solve them, how to prepare and not panic, what to do if you're personally on the ropes right now. And we're going to be talking about the opportunities in real estate and mainly talking about the important things you've got to be focusing on in this market. 
to succeed. Cool. All right. And look here is what Mark just said. Okay. Highly recommend you guys. He did uh, did the course five years ago, 48 properties in Holden, which is Boom. awesome. Good job. Come on, Mark. It's good to hear from you, Mark. It's been a while. It has. We got a lot of good comments here, guys. I mean, one of the things we tell you, we want, we try to tell you is like, hey, if you've got something, hey, Greg, what's going on? Greg's awesome. Well, Greg told me, I, I did a book called uh, Recession. No, no, it was called REI Secrets. And uh, he told me, um, this is the uh, Timothy Ferris Tools and Titans for real estate investors. I love that. Greg just walked from a deal today because of the market changing. And I think Greg is in the San Diego area. San Diego, and he does uh, virtually in New York as well. Yeah. Greg's a cool guy. Greg, I watch your IGs. I love your videos. He just sold a deal too above asking price. So it's like, you know, you we're getting all these mixed signals. Is the market going up or down? You know, who knows? But as real estate investors, we can be prepared and we, we can avoid and mitigate all of these risks yeah. by just understanding what our buyers want. Danny's in Vegas. Google, he's one of the Simple Lease Option students. I love it. Okay, so we're going to be doing a lot more videos and podcasts talking about this stuff. Go check it out and get this free PDF right now, reiproof.com, reiproof.com. And if you want to work with us to get to where you want to be faster and easier and cheaper than if you were to do it on your own, after you opt in to get that free PDF, we'll talk about a little opportunity that we have where you can get on the phone because Mark is right. Opportunities are coming. Yes. All right. Cool, Gavin. Awesome. Thanks, Joe. No, I'm excited. Part two. Get ready for it, guys. Make sure you like and subscribe wherever you're watching us. And uh, yeah, let's see what we've got for you next. We'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.